0: Verse 9. Open with me in your Bible to Psalm 65. Have you found it? If you are there, say I'm there. Let's read together verse 9. Psalm 65, verse 9. Thou Visitest the art. God will visit you today. Yeah. Come on, let your aim show you are expecting this visitation. Yeah. <laughs> One visitation is all you need for your total turnaround. Thou visitest the art and waterest it, thou greatly enrichest it with the river of God, which is full of water thou preparest them corn when thou hast so provided for it. You may put one hand there and open with me to Isaiah chapter 25. Isaiah chapter 25. And then we're reading from verse 6 to 8. And in this mountain, the mountain of Natar, Shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people a feast of fat things? That will be your portion in Jesus' name. A feast of wines on the leaves, of fat things full of marrow, of wines on the leaves well refined. Verse 7. And we destroy in this mountain the face of the covering cast over all people. And the veil that is spread over all nations. God will destroy every veil covering any area of your life on the mountain of Nata in Jesus' name. Verse 8. He will swallow up death in victory. And the Lord will wipe away tears from all faces in the name of Jesus. And the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off all the earth. For the Lord has spoken it. Father, bless your word. In Jesus' name. Please be seated. How to encounter divine visitation. And especially at Nata 2018. Every divine visitation is for your change of story. God cannot visit you and you remain the same. There are people that comes to your house when they come they leave something behind. There are those who come to your house when they come they come as a burden. But there are those when they come they come as a blessing. God will never be a burden to anybody. Every time God visits anyone is to change his story. Is to change her story. In Psalm 65 verse 9, our anchor scripture. Let's read. That scripture shows us God's plan of visitation. Thou visitest the earth and waterest it. The word water there stands for the word of God. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. God sanctifies by the washing of water by the wall. So every time you see water in the wall, it talks about the word of God. Thou greatly enriches it. Back to Isaiah 65 verse 9. With the river of God that talks about the Holy Spirit in John chapter 7 verse 37 to 39. The Bible talks about the river of the spirit of God. So, when he visits, combining the two, the word and the spirit, you are bound to experience a change. And he said, which is full of water. And then he prepares them come. That means it brings about provision, supply into your life. Thou preparest them corn when thou hast so provided for it by your provision. God cannot visit you and you remain the same. It's not possible. The important thing is for you to recognize your time of visitation. In Luke chapter 19 from verse 41 to 44. When God visited the Israelites, the Bible says, they did not recognize their time of visitation. It's one thing for God to visit. It's another thing for you to recognize your time of visitation. It's another thing not to be sleeping spiritually. There are many people that sleep spiritually without knowing and they are in the mood of slumberness and they miss God's blessing of visitation. You will not miss it in Jesus' name. In Genesis chapter 28 verse 15 Jacob said, the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. God came down to visit him. God came down to change his story. And Jacob did not know. He said, the Lord is in this place. I knew it not. May you know when God is visiting you in the name of Jesus Christ. And the mountain of Natta is a mountain of divine visitations. Job chapter 10 verse 12. Job chapter 10 verse 12. He said thou has granted me life and fable and thy visitation has preserved my spirit. Thy visitation has preserved my spirit. Every visitation must change your story from heaven. Quickly, what is in divine visitation? Number one, supernatural turnaround. When God visits you, he turns your life around. He turns everything about your destiny around. Psalm 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. Our tongue with singing. Then said they among the hidden, the Lord has done great things for them. He said the Lord has done great things for us. Whereof we are glad. Verse 4, he said, turn again our captivity along like the streams in the south. Every time God visits, he turns your life around. I decree for somebody here today, beginning from the service, that the testimony we had this morning, your turn around testimony has started in the name of Jesus, Christ. In John chapter 5 from verse 1 to 9, That impotent man had had been at the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. He couldn't recognize his time of visitation. An angel will always come and steal the water. But he couldn't recognize his time of visitation. And for 38 years, he remains on the same spot. Until the day that God decided to have mercy on him. For somebody here today, that long-term affliction in your life and your destiny will come to an end today in the name of Jesus. And on the mountain of Nata, I see God changing that story around in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. For 38 years he was stranded. The angels was always coming to steer up the water, but he would not jump in. He was waiting for a physical manifestation, he was waiting for another way of God visiting him and he was there for 38 years. Look at me here. Everywhere you have been granted today, I decree your turn around in the of Jesus Christ. Amen. I was preaching in the service like this some two years ago and the Lord showed to me and said to me that if it took the Israelites 40 years to get They took their promised land because it could have taken them 40 days max. In fact, it could have taken them about 11 or 14 days max. But because of their unbelief, the journey of 40 days became 40 years for them. And the Lord said to me, That same way, I can turn the journey of 40 years in people's lives to 40 days. For somebody here, what you have been looking for for 40 years, in 40 days, God will give it to you in the name of Jesus. If you are the one, jump on your feet and shout the loudest email to amen to that. And a family kid into that world. They believed that world with all their heart. The husband, a banker, the wife, a banker. Bank, I mean, we're one of the foremost bankers, I mean, bank in this nation. And all their life of working the bank, listen to me. After that encounter, all their lives of working the bank, all their savings. They didn't match what God did for them in 40 days. Within that 40 days, they encountered a major financial breakthrough that turned their lives around and abandoned property land they bought for years they couldn't build. After the encounter, they built it in weeks. Not just that. They used to live in Suruleri. They didn't take a pin out of their house. Everything in that house was bought new. I went to dedicate that house for somebody here. Look at me here. What you have not seen in 40 years, God will give you in 40 days in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your amen. I turned that this morning. Please be seated. When he visits, he turns your life around. Abraham and Sarah had been barren for years and then suddenly in genesis chapter 18 verse 1 to 14 they were able to recognize their time of divine visitation when god visited them through three by three angels and suddenly that was a change of story in their life for somebody here today i decree in the name of jesus christ that long-term challenge in your life that long-term stagnation in your life is reversed today in the name of jesus christ Luke chapter 19 from verse 1 to 10. Jesus was passing through Jericho. And then many people were singing, dancing. Look at it here. But there was one man who humbled himself. He was a rich man. You don't see rich man climbing the tree. There was one man who recognized the visitation. And he said to himself, I have everything. I have all the money. I have the property. I have everything but I a God in my life. And this man this short man the bible says i would run everybody and climb the sycamore tree i said i must see jesus with it. today is my day i don't care who came who i mean whom he came for but i know he came for me he ran ahead of everybody climbed the sycamore tree and the bible says when jesus got to the tree he stood he stood on the spot and he looked up and said zacchaeus come down for today is your day of salvation today i am visiting you today I am going to abide in your house. And that day turned his life around. For somebody here today, you are the Zacchaeus. Jesus is visiting today in the name of Jesus. Suddenly, everybody who had written of Zacchaeus and thought anything, nothing good could ever come out of Zacchaeus' life changed their mind. Jesus slept in his house. I don't know how you came here today. People have looked down on you. They saw you as a greater sinner. They say you are somebody that has no hope in life. But I can tell you something. Your case is not over yet. God is going to give you a new story. He's going to put laughter in your mouth. I'm telling you, let your amen show that you believe that. Where they have looked down on you, God is going to celebrate you there. God is going to open a new chapter in your life. God is going to give you a major testimony that will make a headline news. If you are the one, let your amen be the loudest here today. doesn't matter how you came here. Just recognize divine visitation. That's all you need. Zach your seed, and everything took a new tone. Number two, what is in the divine situation Supernatural fruitfulness. Every time you visit, a visit to bless us with supernatural fruitfulness, and another there will be distribution of miracle babies, miracle babies, miracle babies, miracle babies. I say miracle babies. I say miracle babies, I say miracle babies, I said miracle babies, I said miracle babies. I said, miracle babies. I said, miracle babies. Genesis 27 21 from verse 1. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and he did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For the Lord visited Sarah with a laughter testimony called Isaac in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom I saw, whose I am here in Nata 2018 God will give you your own laughter testimony hey, you didn't understand that what just came from God now for somebody here may you recognize your war that your testimony of laughter will touch your hand testimony of laughter will touch your hand at Nata 2018 in the name of Jesus Christ please be seated. God gave her and the husband a major testimony of supernatural fruitfulness by his visitation. In Luke chapter 1 from verse 5 to 13, we read about Zechariah who was well in age and the wife Elizabeth. Both of them no hope for ever having a child again. But suddenly while Zechariah was in the temple serving God, that's why it's important you are serving God it was while he was serving on the temple i mean doing what he should have done in the temple suddenly God appeared to him by an angel. And God said to him, "Zachariah, the Lord has heard your prayers. Right now, your wife is going to conceive. They called her barren. But right now, I'm changing her name. I pray for somebody here today. Whatever name people have given to you in the secret. Whatever name people have attached to you that is not your own. That they used to mock you. Today, God will change that name and give you a new name. God changed her name and gave her a new name. Suddenly she became pregnant. Suddenly, she had John, not just any child. I've come to announce to somebody here today that what appeared to have been delayed in your life, listen to me, is coming big, is coming great, is coming wonderful. When God put in your hand by this encounter, He's going to wipe away all your tears, like we read earlier on. It's going to wipe away all your tears. It's going to wipe away all your years of frustration. Let me hear your living name and I thunder. Please be seated. What happened? He visited Zechariah and Elizabeth, and John the Baptist came forth. And we all know John the Baptist was not just an ordinary prophet, he was the one that ushered in the bath of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a what a prophetic major office. He was the greatest among all the prophets in the Bible. Why? He was in the Messiah. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for somebody here. By what you are receiving this morning, God will do something unusual in your life in Jesus' name. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 18 to 20, we saw God visiting Hannah also. Who was a mockery to everybody? Penina mocked her and mocked her and mocked her. Everybody mocked her because she couldn't have a child. But suddenly, as Shilo like a she came to Shilo. She as she are coming to another this year. And the Bible says, "And God remember Hannah." First Samuel chapter one, verse nineteen she prayed at her and God remembered Hannah and gave Hannah Samuel and she named him Samuel why? because she asked of the Lord in the name of Jesus I pray for somebody here today that your own Samuel will touch your hand your own Samuel will touch your hands your own Samuel will touch your hand lift your hand and shout a louder amen to that number three when he visit. A visit with supernatural provisions. A visit with supernatural supply. A visit with supernatural supply. In Psalm 65 verse 9, our anchor scripture, Psalm 69 verse 9, the Bible said, because he has watered the earth, he has released the river of God upon your life, the Bible says, He prepares them corn when thou hast so provided for it. So, every divine visitation will bring about supernatural supply. Now, one of the major or commonest testimony at Nata is a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Somebody will hear somebody say, As I was going home from the service, I got an alarm. Somebody will say, This morning when I woke up, I got an alarm. Somebody will say, Somebody just blessed you the money. Now look at me here. The kind of money your hands have never touched all your life. By this year, that your hand will touch it in Jesus' name. You had a testimony of that pastor, you had his testimony. That pastor, they were believing God for for provision. I was in their church actually to minister, and then I spoke by the prof, by the prophetic grace upon my life, and I said, "You are going to the top. You get to the top. You will meet at the top." And then they the and received that word. They were under a tent, a small tent, not I mean, just a little bit bigger than our our, our, our lobby there. Under a tent. And then that word came suddenly like fire. And they received that word. And then it came to Nata. And then there was supernatural supply. A trailer load of cement. I don't know whether you know what that means. That is not small money. Without begging. Without asking anybody. What you didn't ask for. God will give it to you. You you didn't receive that blessing. What you have not asked from anybody, God will give it to you. The blessing that is bigger than you, God will give it to you. The provision bigger than your expectation, God will give it to you. If you are the one, I lift your hand and I shout a louder amen. was praying yesterday here on this mountain after the rally please be at the rally this Saturday and I said those of you that came here today you will not wait for rally God will wait for rally to bless you and to reward you and you had a testimony hours after the rally session God visited his son here therefore for somebody here God will not wait for Nata to change your story beginning from this morning your supernatural supply your supernatural provision begins to come your way Lift your hand and shout a louder amen to that. The pastor came to Nata last year. According to his testimony, and I was sharing on that mountain, I said, today, God is going to be visiting with Supernatural Supply. After the morning session that day, according to his testimony, somebody called him from Sweden. From Sweden, according to him, he didn't know how he got in touch with him, and then he said, send your account over now, 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 now. He said, he appeared to her, to the person, and he was saying to him, bring money, bring money. That was divine revelation and divine visions. Is somebody hearing me right now? God is going to be showing you to people to favor you. You didn't understand that prayer. God will show you to people to favor you. God will reveal you to people to favor you. Let me hear your louder amen, I thunder. 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 Let me hear your louder amen, amen, I thunder. please be seated. We're doing a building project before this church in our old church in Oregon there and uh, we needed some money to move the work forward that one morning and listen to me. I got to the, the site in the morning and then somebody drove in with a helix with a helix Toyota helix that morning and then I thought he came to look at what we are doing. So I was about to take him around and then he said to me no 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 pastor you know what? I was before the lord and the lord said to me take a seed and sowed this seed into about five major ministries in Lagos and your ministry is one of them so I brought the seed to you and within that morning that hour provision came on time supply for somebody here before the need arise this year supply will come your way is your aim showing that you are receiving it Ruth, please be seated. Ruth chapter 1 verse 6. One major evidence of divine visitation is divine provision. Supernatural provision. Ruth chapter 1 verse 6. It says, then she arose with her daughter, saying, Lord, that she might return from the country of Moab. They ran away before. Because things were so bad in the land. But look at it now. They, For she had a heart. They will hear about what God is doing in your life. For she had a heart how, I mean I heard in the country of Moab where she ran to how that the Lord has visited these people in doing what? In giving them bread when God visits he gives when he visits he provides when he visits he supplies in the name of Jesus you will not end this month without needing your life in Jesus name number four when he visit, he visit with divine healing you can't come under his visitation and be carrying sickness around. He heals you of every sickness. He heals you of every challenge in your body. Long-term affliction. Every form of hindrance. Every form of discomfort in your body. He takes them away. In Luke chapter 4 verses 38 and 39. We see from scripture that Peter's mother-in-law was sick down with him with the spirit of fever and Jesus visited the house. As soon as he got there, the Bible says he rebuked the fever and instantly the fever departed and the woman who was busy, I mean carrying a duvet, all manner of cloth on her body, suddenly stood up and went to the kitchen and cooked food for the first time. Somebody here, I decree for you. What you couldn't do before you came into this service, you shall begin to do it in the name of Jesus. Nata is a mountain of divine healings. Nata is a mountain of divine intervention. Nata is a mountain where God rebuke and brings an end to every form of sickness and every form of disease. Number five, what is in divine visitation? Supernatural breakthroughs. Every time he visits, he visits to give you breakthrough in your business, breakthrough in your career, breakthrough in your job. In Luke chapter five, from verse one to eleven. Peter had toiled all the night. He labored all through the night. He caught nothing. Suddenly, Jesus visited. <laughs> and he said, Peter, launch to the deep for a drought. Peter thought it was a play. They told him to cast his net. He did not want net. I mean, Nets. Jesus told him, look at it here. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch unto the deep and let down your nets. Your nets. Your nets. Not one net. Not two nets. Your nets. Because by this time, Peter had already washed all his nets. Ready to go back home and tell the wife how he has failed that day. Ready to go back home to tell the story of woes. How the things didn't work. And Jesus came and said, look, all the nets you have washed, bring them out. Bring them out. And Put them in the sea because you are going to have a great card. Peter thought, no, that cannot be possible. Not just because Jesus said it. Number two, by the fishing business, you fish at the night to cut great, to cut great number of fishes. But this time, the world was coming in the morning. When all the fishes had retreated, they are, they are going into their hiding. But listen, when God visits, no matter where your blessing is hiding, it will come out. No matter where your breakthrough is hiding, it will come out. No matter where the fish is hiding, it will come out. I decree for somebody here that hiding blessing, that hiding breakthrough is restored to you on this mountain in the name of Jesus. That amen should be a louder amen than that. Let me hear your faith feel amen. Let me hear your faith feel amen. Suddenly, please be seated, all the fishes in the ocean. Began to come together. They came out. They came out. And look at verse 5. Instead of letting down the nets because of unbelief, unbelief, Simon answered and said unto the master, We have tolerated the knife and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. They told him to let down the nets. He Put only one there because he couldn't recognize his time of visitation and limited himself. It was Yongicho, Paul Yongicho, the man with the great, largest church in the world that said, The container you give to God is what God will fill up. If you give a container of a spoon to God, you fill it up. If you give him a wheelbarrow, He fill it up. If you give him a tanker, He fill it up. If you give him a ship, a vessel, he'll fill it up. It is what you give to God that God will fill up. Today I pray that God will enlarge your heart, enlarge your life to be able to receive his visitation and his breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and shout a louder amen to that. Quickly, how does God visit One. What are the instruments of his visitation? One is the word of God. Anytime God wants to visit you, he visits by his word. That is why the word time is not a time to be walking around. It's not a time for your mind to be wandering here and there. No. God will never appear physically. He appears to us by his word. First Samuel chapter one, chapter three, verse twenty one. 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1. The one God appeared to us by his wall. 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1. He appeared to us by his wall and the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. For the Lord revealed himself. Look at that. The Lord revealed himself to Sabbath in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. By the word of the Lord. God always revealed himself to us by his wall. God always visited us by his wall. He will never appear physically. He appeared by his wall please don't let anybody distract you again from the time where God's word has been told anybody distracting you is sent by the devil to steal what you are receiving according to Matthew chapter 13 the devil comes and takes away what you are receiving because it is the world that God will use to change your story he visits by his word Psalm 65 verse 9, our anchor scripture, you see the water there, that water talks about the world. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26, Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word, the word healed them, and the word delivered them from their destruction. Before we move into this property here, we had made a payment for one on Acme Road there, plot to Acme Road. We made a deposit there, and it didn't work out. So, I needed to know the way forward. Not just that. It was like all the doors were shut against this ministry. It was like there was a thick darkness upon this ministry. Lord, what is happening? There must be a way forward. Lord, what is happening? There must be a way forward. Somebody hearing me right now? And then, while I was waiting on God for the way forward, I went for a program like Nata. like you are coming to Natal, you are coming for the service this morning. And when I got to the program there, it was uh, far away out of town. I had to travel to go and hear God's word. (laughs) If you must travel to be under the teachings in every service here, please do that. Do that. I traveled to go and hear God. And listen to me. When I got to that service, I got there late because I traveled to be there. And then I had to sit at the back of the auditorium quietly. When I got there, the people that sat at the back were busy talking. They were busy gisting all through the service. In fact, one of the people who was walked in the church office. He was a secretary of the man of God but had no reverence for the word of God. No reverence for the word of God. They were busy gisting and saying, oh God of heaven, what kind of people am I sitting down with today? This is like missing the road. They were talking with the spirit of garrulosity. I said, what is this all through the service when the message is going on. Please shut your ears from today. Against anyone. Speak to you, whoever they are. This is a pastor. And I said okay. I shut my ears. I refused to be discarded. Suddenly. where the man of God was preaching. I was fired about. There was a wall like an arrow. <laughs> there was shot from the other. And. Bypass everybody in front, and the arrow hit me at the back. The last one at the back. The arrow hit me. Bah! God said, That is you I'm talking to. It was that word that gave back to victory land today. I will never forget that encounter. God will never visit you physically, He visits you by His word. Take your time in the word very seriously, either in your personal devotion or in the church service like this, or you are listening to the word of God in your car, take it very seriously, because he sent his word, the word healed them, and the word delivered them from that destruction. Matthew chapter 8 verse 8, the centurion said, Jesus, you don't need to come to my house, speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Psalm 145 verse, verse 17, Psalm 145 verse 17, Psalm 147, verse 15. Psalm 147, verse 15. The last part of that verse says, His word runneth very swiftly. I love that. Glory be to God. His word runneth very swiftly. His word runneth very swiftly. God's word has legs on the feet. One of us, one of our members in America, who is always he's in America, but he's part of this every service year. Had a major challenge. Somebody was owing several millions of naira that will, not, that will not pay the money. And then he said to me, He said, Anytime I call you, that's his testimony, and you speak into my life, something always happens. I need you to speak into my life today and listen to me. He called from America and I spoke the word of the Lord into his life that same hour. That same hour, within minutes after we prayed, he called me back. When he was calling me back, I didn't want to pick his telephone because I felt I prayed for you. What I, maybe he mistakenly died in number again. He said, no, I must talk to you. And when I picked his telephone, he said, do you know, as soon as you prayed, the word ran very swiftly. No barrier. He breaks every barrier. As soon as you prayed, the man owing him money moved some millions into his account immediately. Immediately. It was immediately, it was instant. And the man now called back after that. say, said, sorry, I mistakenly pushed the money to your account. And he called back and said, no, this is not my mistake. It's the Lord's doing. He said, please return the money. He said, this one is not going anywhere. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see God's word running swiftly for you this week. To open doors for you. To bring about your healing. To bring about a new job for you open up your womb, to bring a batch of favor. If you are the one, jump on your feet and shout the loudest. Amen. Please be seated. His word runneth very swiftly. He visited by his word. He visited Peter by his word. Luke chapter five, verses four and five. At Nata, you'll be hearing God's word. What? Listen. What are we celebrating at Nata? Is the what encounter that I had April 1998. April 1998, I was pastoring this, in the place they call Ileifei. When suddenly I had God said to me, Luke chapter 14, verse 17. I I was not reading that Bible. No. I had God say to me, now all things are ready. That's the word. That is where Nata came from. I had in 1998 and that word not that I knew anybody in Lagos or had anything in Lagos it was that word that drove me to Lagos last day in June 1998 everything I had was in the boot of my car without knowing which way forward just coming with that word now all things are ready in the name of Jesus Christ you too you will hear God that amen should be a louder amen Amen. that amen should be a louder amen Let me hear your louder amen to that. How do we encounter divine visitation? One, through a genuine task. God does not just visit anybody, God visits us when you are thirsty for Him. God visits those who are desperate for a visitation. (laughs) God does not go to where He is tolerated, He goes to where He is celebrated. You need a genuine thirst to attract and to magnetize divine presence. There are people that are in the service, they have no thirst for God. They've lost their spiritual thirst. God only visits those who are spiritually thirsty for him. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst For his kingdom. For his righteousness. For they shall be filled. They shall be filled. In Luke chapter 1 verse 53. Luke chapter 1 verse 53. God's word tells us that those who come to God who believe that they are full. They are full. You're preaching. They don't write anything. They believe no description. You ask them to open Bible. They will not open. They are full. Look at it. He filled the hungry with good things. But the rich, he sent them away empty. When you come to him and you believe you know everything, you are full, you will never receive anything from God. You will never receive anything from God. God only visits those who are spiritually thirsty for him. Isaiah 44, verse 3. Isaiah 44, verse 3. Isaiah 44, verse 3. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. Not does anybody. No. No, no. You are sitting in front, I will not bless you. No. I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, and flourish upon the dry ground. And I will pour my spirit upon thy seed, and my blessing upon thy offspring. That's that is for those who are thirsty. Isaiah forty-one verse seventeen and eighteen. Isaiah forty-one verse seventeen and eighteen. Isaiah forty-one verse seventeen and eighteen. Quickly, let's read. When the poor, they need to the seek water. That means those who are poor in spirit. Who are genuinely thirsty for him. Not just poor physically. You can have everything. Please beware of the Ephesian church syndrome. Beware of the Laodicean church syndrome. Who seem to have all the physical blessing. They had all the financial blessing but they were very poor spiritually. The Bible says they have left their first law. The Bible said they have they became cold they were lukewarm he said they are neither cold nor hot they became lukewarm he said i will spew you out of my mouth you used to love god more than this you used to be committed to god more than this where is your love beware of the laodicean church syndrome beware of the ephesian church syndrome it will rob you of your blessing listen to me remain ever spiritually thirsty for god To remain on key with him. Revelation chapter 2. Revelation. You read chapter 2 there. Verse 4, chapter 3, verses 15 and 16. Remain spiritually thirsty. Let's get back to that text. Isaiah 41, verse 17 and 18. Very quickly. Isaiah 41, verse 17 and 18. When the poor and the needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue filleth for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. May God hear you today. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. That's those who are thirsty for Him. You will always find help in God when you are thirsty for Him. Verse 13 I will open up rivers in high places, and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water for them, and the dry land springs of water. Isaiah 55 verses 1 and 2. God only visits those who are spiritually thirsty. He said, Hearken to me ye that follow after righteousness. Isaiah 55 verses 1 and 2. 55 verses 1 and 2. Quickly. Oh, everyone that thirsty, not just anyone that dresses well, No. Not just anyone that is a worker in the church. Everyone that tasted, oh, everyone that tasted, come ye to the waters. And he that has no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and meat. Come and bind the word of God and the Holy Spirit. Come. Without money and without price. Without money and without price. but still. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? Many of you will spend money on your hair, but not on getting the word that will change your life. You used to invest in the word of God until now. You used to invest in your spiritual growth until now. What has happened to you? Wake up very late. I mean, coming to church on Sunday is a a mountain tax, hill tax for you. It's a problem for you. You have to come because you 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 are a leader. You have a title attached to you and that's why you are here. What has happened to you? You have lost your genuine task. Now, you drag your feet to church. When you are coming, you are dragging. You that used to run to church, now you drag your feet. Slow motion to church. Slow motion in the world. Slow motion to service. I pray for